of the hour news as it happens when it happens wherever it happens local regional and global only on q95 the big station q95da.com right on q uh, good morning. This is the morning news for today, Friday, July 17th, 2020. I'm your presenter, Hassan Robinson. Here are the headlines. A Dominican taxi driver, Kelvin Albert, calls for enhanced infrastructure at Dominica's and natural tourist sites to ensure locals and tourists visiting the sites are not inconvenienced. A revised public health protocols for air travel to Barbados issued also informed that persons from high-risk countries arriving without a validated negative test result will be tested at the international airport but must remain there until the results are known. And the U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo now for the first time is calling China's territorial claims in the South China's Sea unlawful as Alexander Niels examines China's plans to extend its reach in the region. The news is brought to you for the very kind compliments of Rudolph Thomas Enterprises. The details are up next. When it happens, wherever it happens, local, regional and global, only on Q95, the big station. Rudolph Thomas Enterprise in Portsmouth, your suppliers of building materials and hardware products. Over 20 years experience in the business. Rudolph Thomas has lumber and plywood, Portland and tile cement, steel rods, galvanized and fence pipe. And Rudolph Thomas can meet all your wire needs. Galvanized roofing sheets, doors, windows, toilet sets, face basins and bidets. PVC piping, fittings and lattice. Check out Rudolph Thomas for ceramic and vinyl floor and wall tiles, nails, nuts and bolts, paint and painting supplies. And check out their line of electrical and hand tools. And Rudolph Thomas is your one-stop shop for hard-to-find items like fiberglass mat and fiberglass resin and welding rods. Go now to Rudolph Thomas on 1240 Bay Street in Portsmouth. And uh, welcome back. A Dominican taxi driver Kelvin Albert is calling for enhanced infrastructure at Dominica's natural tourist sites to ensure locals and tourists visiting the sites are not inconvenienced. Albert referred uh, one of the most popular sites located in the south of the island, namely Champagne Cave, as he spoke to QFM recently. We're not serious. Let me tell you my biggest concern. When I bring tourists to Champagne in the south and they tell me they want to use the washroom, and there's no washroom. It really breaks me down. Because the way I sell champagne and I boast to them, when they come, there's just something else. For example, my village in Scott said, I don't want to bring it down, but Matt, there's no washroom. Thank God for Rogers Bar and Vina and Diane. These people, they allow people to use their washroom. But other than that on the beach, if, <laughs> if you want to shit, you might just go in the bush. There's no washroom facilities. And that's bad. I'm not bringing down my country. I love Dominica. But the thing about it, I put myself first. I'm into the tourism industry. I'm looking to do better for myself, not to bring down myself. I've gone to the tourism information. I've made a report. I tell them at least even this portable toilet you can bring to Champagne or Z. And up to now, nothing has not been done. And that was a Dominican taxi driver, Kelvin Albert, and a strategic advisor to the Dominica Freedom Party and president of the Cari Feed, Jeff Bellot, is urging officials of the Roosevelt Skirt administration to refrain from victimizing citizens who travel back home by arbitrarily placing themselves into quarantine even if they are not COVID-19 positive. On the other hand, uh, the same thing that happening here is this. 
when you open the country the, with the kind of government we have, I am fearful of what might happen. Some people might be even been victimized or don't treat fairly at the border if they recognize or they have their people know these people may not support government. Because a, a businessman like me coming to Dominica for mostly nine days maximum, if I know I'm going to be quarantined and if I do all my due diligence and I've been picked on and put into quarantine, that is not going to, I'm not going to go there. I mean, even that nine days, you're talking, I mean, I, mean, I spend quite a bit of money doing business down there, so that may not encourage me. So they need to make sure they have this thing in place. And it is too vague about it is based on case-by-case basis. And that case-by-case basis is sort of suspicious to me because if somebody comes down there, they do all this thing, because it could be like, oh, this guy is not supporting the government. We're going to put him into the government quarantine or we're going to put into government quarantine. These are things I'm asking the other political parties and the other um, organizations in Dominica to look into because I hope they don't make this thing a political thing. And I'm asking Dominicans, to, if they are going back home, to please do the right thing. Make sure you do your testing before you come back. And please be honest with the authorities upon arrival because Dominica has to open for us to get some economic activity. And that was a strategic advisor to the Dominica Freedom Party and president of Akari Fiji Fabellet. And the sports is a multi-billion dollar industry and we in Dominica need to be part of that industry, says the DA Sports Vive executives Dustin Maggie Peters and Albert Wang Teet. These are gentlemen who are speaking on the current opportunities that are available for the youth of Dominica as it relates to sports, especially now that the COVID-19 pandemic has changed the paradigm and the approach to sports. Peter, Peter says with technology that is available to us at this present stage, a Dominica can make some moves to tap into that multi-billion dollar industry. They were speaking on the DA Sports Vice program at the time of that statement. Sports is, I always tell them that sports is a multi-billion dollar industry. And with the technology available to us right now, we need to be super to take this. Like, we cannot watch ourselves as Dominica and boy, we just are like in a bubble. And everybody else out there can be making millions of dollars mm -hmm, of sports. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. we just there, like we're just looking on the TV, looking at them on the TV. We are part of it. We are part of the global world, you know. Mr. Tate uh, seconded that point that was just made by saying that we needed to create that avenue for this initiative and encouragement goes a long way. Because technically, too, we have been double standard. Yep. Because if you listen to all the association, we're talking about sending our kids overseas, sending our kids to universities. But if we don't create the avenue right there for them, where can we go, you know? So we need to step up in, a, in we need to step up in that yeah, form. Man, yeah, man, you know, we need to create that avenue. We need to encourage people, you know, like them or not. Yeah, man, yeah, man. Once you are doing something good for the sport, encourage. Yeah, man, you yeah, know, man. that's all it takes. And that was the DA Sports Vibes executives Dustin Maggie Peters and Albert Wang Teet. Also in local news, with the opening of Dominica's borders and the work done thus far, it will take an all-inclusive collaborative effort to ensure that we remain in this state of homeostasis, says Minister of Health Dr. Irvin McIntyre. He says all of the efforts made in the past months are now more important than ever, as he says, open quote, that we must not be naive and we must face the reality that there may be cases coming in and we must be prepared, end quote. He added that it all comes down to us being un or unified and collaborative as a community. He says, open quote, that we have to put things back into its place. We've done it before and we are successful doing it and we have to do it again. This is the only way that we can mitigate the risk associated with opening up our borders, he says. It is important for us to recognize that we've done everything possible, considering our resources and um, 
But it all boils down to how you and I handle things from here on. It has to be all-inclusive. It has to be a collaborative effect. And everyone must play their part. It's a collective effort. So the things that we've been doing before, all the public health and social measures that we've mentioned time and time again, this is when it becomes even more important. We're opening borders. We must not be naive. We must face the reality that there may, God forbid, but there may be cases coming in. And we must be prepared. We've done everything possible to prepare the system in the event that that may happen. But you, the public, we must play our part. So it comes down to the public health and social measures. It comes down to washing our hands. It comes down to physical distancing. It comes down to respiratory etiquette, how we sneeze, how we cough. It comes down to our activities and our socializing. We have to put these things back into place. We've done it before. We were successful doing it. We have to do it again. This is the only way we can mitigate the risk associated with opening our borders. And that was the Minister for Health, Dr. Evan McIntyre. And for years, the farmers across Dominica have been complaining about the issue of irrigation, which is most felt during Dominica's drought season or dry season, locally known as Kawem, which runs from January to April. Prominent farmer and PR of the United Workers Party, Steve Benjamin, says more state assistance is needed for the farming community. When the sun hot, the sun hot. When the rain fall, the rain fall. I was speaking with a farmer, Cecil from Wesley. He have a mark on his pickup four-wheel drive, the young man. He planted 4,000 dashine in the Monrame area of Woodford Hill, the heights of Woodford Hill, which is generally a cool place. And he tell me he lost all. And he trying to get plants in the Bells area, and he cannot even get plants, dashing plants in Bells. That is the challenges farmers face. I planted 500 and something tanya two and a half months ago. And seven of them that survived, seven of them that survived, so I had to go and do the process again. That is the challenges farmers face. And the prominent farmer draws a reference to a recent promise made by the Minister of Agriculture, Kent Edwards, that his ministry will seek to resolve the water irrigation issues for farmers in Kalibishi. I heard the Prime Minister saying when they give farmers money, the farmers send their wife or their girlfriend to St. Martin and shop. What a low blow. So is your Prime Minister's wife alone that must go to Europe and America and shop? <laughs> I mean, let us be real. The Minister of Agriculture admitted that there is not a single irrigation system working on Ireland. However, when COVID is over, he will pay attention to the irrigation system in Kalibishi. My, the question is, when will COVID be over? And that was a prominent farmer and PR of the United Workers Party, Steve Benjamin. Also in local news, a former board member of the WASCO and president of the DBF, Severa McKenzie, says Dominica's national leaders and businessmen are missing out on the true potential of the country's water resource due to the neglect of investment in the country's sustainable industries. Mention was made of the direct foreign investors. I had an experience when I was on the Dawasco board where we initiated a water project. And in fact, a Canadian investor was identified and they actually came in into Dominica a number of times. And everything, I mean, the water, the quality of the water was sent, the, a sample of the water was sent to Canada 
for testing. And when the results of that test came back, the Canadians could not believe that it was surface water that they had just taken from a running stream and sent up to test. Because they, in fact, made a note that this water, the quality of that water that we have in Dominica, was only second to the glacial water in Canada. So this is the quality. People could, they could not believe that it was just surface water. And, you know, the, the investors were very much interested. And then when they did the risk analysis, when they did the risk analysis, they came up with four. One, Dominica is prone to hurricanes. So every year we have this hurricane season from 1st June to 30th of November. Two, they looked at foreign and other successful foreign investments in Dominica and they could not see it. There was Ross and then at that time there was Colgate Palmolive. But in terms of successful... Another factor that they looked at was access to Dominica. When they made six trips to Dominica and on every occasion they lost two days, they said, look, watch me, it really does not worth it. Mm -hmm. It really does not worth it. And there was a fourth one that they actually think The project that, they, that was developed, it was at that time for bottled water. Because bottled water up in 2003 was not as widespread. I mean, right now, if you go into bottled water at this time, I mean, if you go to all the other countries, you'll see bottled water going dirt cheap. And that was a former board, a member of the WASC, and president of the DBF, uh, Sever McKenzie. And in other news, the passengers arriving in Barbados with a negative COVID-19 PCR test from countries deemed high risk will now be quarantined at an approved facility for seven days and monitored daily for the onset of systems. Uh, symptoms. At the end of the seven-day period, they will be required to undergo a second COVID-19 PCR test and revise the public health protocols for air travel to Barbados issue today. Also informed that persons from high-risk countries arriving without a validated negative test result will be tested at the Grantley Adams International Airport and must remain there until results are known. If it is negative, the result that is, they will go into a seven-day quarantine before being retested. If positive, they will go immediately into isolation. Travelers are advised that the COVID-19 PCR test must be done by an accredited or certified facility or laboratory 72 hours prior to the arrival in Barbados. Test results should be submitted electronically and persons must also bring a copy with them and everyone must complete a pre-arrival online embarkation or disembarkation form at least 24 hours before the arrival. Passengers arriving from countries deemed moderate risk without a negative test result have the option, along with those from low-risk countries, of being tested at the airport for free or choosing an approved satellite facility uh, for a fee of US $150. If the test is done at the airport, they will not be required to wait for their results and they will be allowed to proceed to their intended addresses where they must remain in a quarantine until the test results returned usually within 24 hours passengers from low-risk countries including those from the caricom who have not visited a high-risk country within 21 days prior to travel advise that they should present valid results done within one week prior to that travel the ministry of health in barbados and wellness reserves the right to require the testing of any arriving passengers regardless of the documentation presented also in other news china is being attacked by the west on several fronts including Hawaii, Hong Kong and the South China Sea. Outside sources look at the issue that that plays despite all other issues demanding China's attention this year. The virus, its trade war with the US, Hong Kong's national security law and the host of economic woes, the South China Sea has been revived in recent months as an 
arena for serious attentions. With U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo now for the first time calling China's territorial claims in the South China Sea unlawful, Alexander Niels examines China's plans to extend its reach in the region. If China treats Hong Kong as one country and a single system, so must we. General Secretary Xi Jinping made a choice to violate the Chinese Communist Party's promises to Hong Kong in, uh, that were made in a UN-registered treaty. Uh, he didn't have to do that. He made that choice. We have to deal with China as it is, not as we wish it to be. These artificial islands in this area for years. On Monday, for the first time, we made our policy on the South China Sea crystal clear. It's not China's maritime empire. If Beijing violates the international law and free nations do nothing, then history shows that the CCP will simply take more territory. That happened in the last administration. Our statement gives significant support to ASEAN leaders who have declared that the South China Sea disputes must be resolved through international law, not might makes right. What the CCP does to the Chinese people is bad enough, but the free world shouldn't tolerate Beijing's abuses as well. And that's the morning news as a recap of the headlines. A Dominican taxi driver Kelvin Albert calls for enhanced infrastructure at Dominica's natural tourist sites to ensure locals and tourists visiting the sites are not inconvenienced. A revised public health protocols for air travel to Barbados issued also informed that the persons from high-risk countries arriving without a validated negative test result will be tested at the Grantley Adams International Airport and must remain there until the results are known. And the U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, now for the first time, is calling China's territorial claims in South China Seawall Sea unlawful as Alexander Niels examined China's plan to extend the reach of the region. The news was brought to you for the very kind compliments of Rudolf Thomas Enterprises. Q, top of the hour news. As it happens, when it happens.